Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Tuesday, January 28th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 785 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Show back on the line with you, and we said to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that is, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Being brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice. Represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D.'s a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Fame. Also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Bringing us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays here, of course, from the TalkShoe chat box here this evening is the human supercoach machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Before we get underway with tonight's itinerary, let's welcome J.D. and John to what should be, uh, what should start out as a very explosive week of, of talking here, folks, and a very explosive night here, ladies and gentlemen, on episode 785 of Revolution. Good to be here. Thank you very much, dear JD. Of course, our live video feed here comes to us from our the very first group of the WCWS stable of groups, of course, on Facebook. That is, of course, WCWS Universe. If you care to join us, of course, for our live video feed from the universe here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash universe united. If you care to also join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound and match six numbers and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we of course will also be bringing you our thoughts and opinions about what took place the Monday Night Raw after, of course, the Big Warrior Rumble event. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We will, of course, uh, bring you, of course, our thoughts and opinions as to what took place this past Saturday night at the NXT Worlds Collide Show, of course, 
uh, this past, like I said, this past Saturday night, of course, big, six big matches, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, in my opinion, the show did not disappoint. But, of course, we will, we will, of course, talk more about that here in just a little while here indeed. And also, we might have a very big-time wrestling extra here for you tonight. So we'll let you know about that here, of course, here later on in the show. In the meantime, folks, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling with our wrestling news and views here segment. And here to bring it here to us here, of course, it is, of course, from King Ice, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., what is going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? We will tell you about it here in just a second, so bear with us, folks. So please hang on tight, however, we'll get you in. Okay. As previously reported last night, Andrade Cien Almas reportedly failed a WWE wellness policy test, however, and he has been suspended for 30 days. WWE officially announced the violation for the reigning U.S. champion issued the following statement, however, earlier today. I was later reported by Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio that Paul Heyman made the decision not to job the United States Championship off of him before he left for his suspension, mind you. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, mind you, as previously reported, NXT superstar Matt Riddle and heavyweight championship Brock, champion Brock Lesnar had a backstage confrontation Sunday night before the event started. Some additional details on the confrontation are now being reported by Fightful and Alex McCarthy of Talk Sport. Per Fightful, someone backstage and let me know that Lesnar was the wrong one to mess with, and that Lesnar actually informed Riddle of this. The source had it on Riddle. He was spoken to by Brock, and he understood. Talk Sports has its own account of the incident, based on several, however, report sources who are said to be, quote, close to the situation. WWE officials, however, claims that Lesnar approached Riddle from the backstage and grabbed him by the shoulder to get his attention. Lesnar then reportedly told Riddle, Kid, you might as well stop saying my name and tagging me in crap because you and I will never work together, ever. Additionally, the report notes that Riddle then tried to continue to speak to Lesnar, but he did not get the chance. It's then stated that Lesnar simply kept moving after how he, after he said what he had to say to Riddle. This account claims that, that quote, tensions never rose especially high, but this someone conflicts with the initial report on the incident from Pro Wrestling Sheet, which stated the confrontation was, quote, tense. The talk sport account adds that Riddle was, quote, his usual cool and composed self while the encounter took place. That is why uh, things were the way they were, however, on Sunday, however. But, of course, we'll continue to update you with this uh, story, however. Meanwhile, however, mind you, in other news, however, mind you, Ty Valkyrie, however, believe it or not, however, took to Twitter, however, to say, however, that she was at the Rumble on Sunday to watch her husband, John Morrison, in a WWE ring. Hey, guys, I went last night and supported my husband, John. It was the first time I ever saw him in a WWE ring alive. So stop reading or making assumptions. Love, Kira. PW Insider reports how... So, there you go there. Meanwhile, however, as far as the Raw announced team goes, however, it looks like we're going to have a three-man team for the time being, however. As noted last night, Byron Saxon joined the Raw announced team along with Tom Phillips and Jerry... Todd Phillips and Jerry the King Lawler. PW Insider reports that Saxon is back on the Raw announced team full-time going forward and that the plan is to stick with the three-man team for the time being, however. Uh, let's see, other news, other news, however. Meanwhile, however, WWE reportedly, however, uh, let's see, Roman Reigns, however, had plenty to say along with Corchester Corbin last night, however, in the LA Times and discussed his emotional reaction to the tragic death of Kobe Bryant. Bryant started on Sunday, however, in Miami. Both of them are currently, however, at Monday night's debut night, however, as the first night of activity got underway for the preparations for this Sunday Super Bowl. Uh, of course, this is what Roman had to say about the matter, however, mind you. On his initial reaction to the news, I actually found out at Minute Maid Park right before the Rumble. 
Um, Triple H received a text message and he showed it to me, and I just didn't believe it, to be honest. I'm a Lakers fan. I've watched religiously throughout his career, and I've always been a fan of his. Massive respect. But I never really thought losing someone like that, especially a stranger like that. Obviously a figure, and I've seen him, watched him. But he didn't know me, and I didn't know him. But I didn't realize it affected me so much. It really has. And on top of the rumble, just being an emotional roller coaster in its own right, it just really sad and broke my heart, Tyler. And obviously, you know, to hear the loss of Kobe and star as well, Gigi, my heart just goes out to his wife, Vanessa, and the three girls, you know, that were left behind. All the families that were involved in the pile and his family. It's just a loss, and it really felt like it shook the world. On getting emotional over once he got home from the rumble yesterday, he said the following. I did not think it would affect him as much as it did, and I literally legitimately cried. I got home this morning, and I flew home, however, late last night. The first thing I did when I got home was I went up to my daughter's room and hugged her. She was asleep, and she had no clue, but I hugged her for about three or four or five minutes and just teared up the whole time. It just, you have to be really, really grateful and thankful and take every advantage of every second that we have here. Make sure your loved ones know that they're loved and there's anything that you're holding within. Try to forgive and forget and move on and mend any type of negativity that you have going on in your life because you just never know. Life is short and we just need to take advantage of every second we have. So my heart and my condolences go out to all the families. It's just a very sad time. Uh, we do have some other news to report here. Hold on a second. I'll get that up for you here in just a second. Uh, we do know, however, that tomorrow night there has been discussion that Charlotte Flair could be heading down to a, uh, NXT, however, to confront Rhea Ripley, the champion. And there has already been speculation and reports, however, that possibly Ripley and Charlotte will going at, be going at WrestleMania, possibly, this year in Tampa. Meanwhile, tonight on AEW Dark, however, these are the matches you will see. Nyla Rose versus Shayna, S-H-A-N-N-A, in a tables match. The Dark Order versus Sonny Kiss, the RuPaul impersonator wannabe from AEW and Brandon Cutler in a tables match. And QT Marshall versus Kip Sabian, Sabian with Penelope Ford. Meanwhile, however, the viewership power for the night after the Rumble is as follows, mind you, however. It went up from 2.38 to 2.402. The first hour did 2.54. Hour 2 did 2.44, and the final hour did 2.22. The January 28th edition of Raw of last year delivered 2.7 million viewers for the night after the Rumble edition. And finally, how speaking of the Lakers and Clippers, however, they canceled their game tonight, however, in honor to pay their respects to Kobe Bryant. Speaking of Kobe, tragically and sadly, we reported this on Revisited earlier tonight, as apparently now they have apparently removed, I believe, all people that were involved in that horrific uh, chopper crash that happened on Sunday, however, afternoon. Again, weather has been talked about as mainly the culprit of what happened on Sunday. And speaking of which, I'm going to play the soundbite for you all last night. I played this earlier tonight on Revisited. Last night, Jimmy Fallon, James Corden, and earlier today, Ellen DeGeneres, however, had plenty to say about the loss of Kobe. Jimmy Kimmel even had quite a bit to say last night, too, on his late-night show as well. But I think Jimmy, Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, however, said it best, Howard. Uh, if you all get, if you get emotional like I did, Howard, bear with us, however. But this was a very emotional tribute that Jimmy Fallon did in honor of Kobe and had this to say about Kobe last night. And granted, it's only two and a half minutes, but please listen, and I think you'll know what I'm saying. So give me a minute here. Okay, here we go. This is what he said last night. The world was heartbroken yesterday by a helicopter accident in Los Angeles that claimed the lives of nine people, including that of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. Kobe was such a life force, so strong and creative and inspired that in my head I thought that he was going to live forever. I, I met Kobe when he was 17 and I was 21. He was a rookie on the Lakers 
and I was just starting out in the comedy scene in L.A. We were at a party, and we didn't know anyone at the party, so we just started talking. And I said, like, hey, what do you do? And he goes, I play basketball. I go, uh, where? And he goes, for the Lakers. I go, wow. Uh, he goes, what do you do? I'm a stand-up comic. We just got along. We hit it off, started talking. He was telling me he was into poetry, and I met his sister. She was there. And, uh, and so then the guy that was having the party said, uh, hey, guys, who wants to make a beer run? And uh, Kobe wasn't drinking. He was 17. So he goes, uh, I'll do it. He goes, Jimmy, you want to come? I go, okay. So I get in the car. It's me and Kobe Bryant. And we, he's brand new in L.A. And me too. I didn't know L.A. at all. And we drive down Sunset Boulevard to this place called Pink Dot. You know, it looked like a 7-Eleven. You pulled in. And, uh, but it wasn't a 7-Eleven. Anyway. Uh, so I go in. And I, I open the door. And it's locked. And the guy goes, uh, sorry, I can't sell you anything. And I go, we just want to get uh, the beer, some beer right there. And he goes, yeah, I can't do that. And I go, but just real quick, we know what it is. It's just there. And he goes, yeah, th that's not how the way this place works. We're delivery only. We're not allowed to sell things. And I go, uh, okay. And then the Kobe takes out his ID and he puts it up against the glass and he goes, I'm a Laker. And the guy opened the door and <laughs> we walked out with five cases of beer and we saved the party. So we, we saved the party, we said goodnight, and of course uh, Kobe went on to become a legend. Five NBA titles, two Olympic gold medals, 18 all-star appearances, one of the most brilliant and most respected players in NBA history. And when we'd run into each other over the years, we'd laugh about that night that we first met. <laughs> but all the good things that happened since. Laugh about how much fun it was to raise kids and all the stupid mistakes we made trying to figure out how to be good dads. Kobe had four daughters and I had two daughters. And today he and one of his girls are gone. But I think I, I knew Kobe enough to know that he rose to any challenge by digging deeper and getting back to work. So let's honor Kobe, Gianna, and the other lives that were lost yesterday by following his example. Love your family, love your teammates and outwork everyone else in the gym. Vanessa and all those affected by this tragedy, we love you and we'll always be there for all of you. Kobe, when we meet again, we're going on a beer run. Cruel words can never have been spoken by Jimmy Fallon last night, and I think we all agree with those sentiments. Amen. Uh, no true words indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, as J.D. did report, I did actually read this myself. We, we did hear that they were able to finally retrieve all, sadly, all nine of the bodies from the wreck of that helicopter that took the life of, <clears throat> of a great legend in the, in the world of sports, in the world of basketball, and in, I, I guess, as I said yesterday, in the world of life. Uh, I'm not making light of this issue. I'm not making light of this at all. It is sad that these nine folks are no longer with us in our hearts and prayers here in the radio network goes out again to, to his to to his family and the families of all those affected. I've seen a lot of I've read I've seen a lot of stories on YouTube, read a lot of things. But <clears throat> the thing is, as much as I hate to see, of course, a child perish. Um it was at least, like I said, she was in the company of one of, 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 of a of one of her parents, and they get and they'll and they'll be able to spend spend you know 
I guess you could say, the heavenly life together. And, but as I said before, and forgive me if I get a little bit choked up, too, but any life taken in that manner, like I said, every, not just the families of those and those who are very close to these people who are suffering, everybody all around the world was. And we don't like, and, and, and this was a very sad thing. And as JD said, I'm sure weather was a culprit. I'm sure also they're going to do a lot of intensive searching through that wreckage of that helicopter and find out if there was also anything involved with that copter that might have done something as well. But the bottom line here is, ladies and gentlemen, sadly we are not. Well, I, can, I can tell you right now, uh, real quick, uh, just to give you an update. According to the LA Times, however, National Transportation Safety Board officials say how it was not equipped with a terrain alarm system that could warn the pilot he was approaching the hillside. They are now saying. Okay, so apparently, so apparently, there that, that was one issue. Apparently, uh, other than like you said, of course, JD, the weather also probably was it was not a very helpful factor as well. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I will say I will say this again: the world has nine less souls in it today but the good lord has assured everyone and and he assures us every day that they are still in our hearts they're still in our on our minds they're still in our souls and they're still in our spirits and he's got his arms all around this world not just for this but a lot of other things going on as well but he's definitely right there He's definitely back right there in Los Angeles with the family of Kobe and the families of all those that was affected by this by this horrific tragedy. And again, like I said, the prayers are making this family a whole lot stronger tonight. Yes, they are they are they are they are short by two people. But still, that doesn't but still, like I said, God God knows the only one that can ever fill that void is the Lord Almighty Himself. So, God bless, God bless the families of these folks, and of course, be, and of course, I'm sure a lot of people not may not may not hear this, but I'm just going to say it flat out, and I'm sure the good Lord will probably amplify this. That to the families of those affected, you are not alone in your mourning, you are not alone in your praying. You have people side by side with you from here on in, because 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 of this situation. Rest in peace to Kobe, his daughter, and all those that perished. God bless. Of course, JD, ladies and, I, and gentlemen. And I, and, sorry, and I do have one more thing, and I know we're talking this quite a bit, but if we go past time, we're sorry. But this is what LeBron. James wrote to Kobe last night, and I think it's only fitting. Sitting here trying to write something for this post, but every time I try, I begin crying again and just thinking about you, niece Gigi, and the friendship slash bond slash brotherhood we had. I literally just heard your voice Sunday early morning before I left Philly to head back to Los Angeles. Did not think for one bit in a million years that would have been the last conversation we'd have. What the F? I am heartbroken and devastated, my brother. Man, I love you, big bro. 
My heart goes out to Vanessa and the kids. I promise you'll, you I will continue your legacy, man. What more can you say, ladies and gentlemen? What more can you say? Of course, ladies and gentlemen, J.D. along with King N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team to bring all the news to spit the print here. Yeah, I think they said also they found six bodies. Today. They said they found the three bodies, I think, after the crash Sunday, and then six more either sometime yesterday or today. And they are now at the Forensic Science Center for formal identification. Thank you very much, J.D. And of course, they're bringing all the news that spit the print here in the WWS radio network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and butt tapes cannot be that old-fashioned combination. <clears throat> While we, of course, get our minds at ease, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be affecting us for a long time. Yes, I, I 100% agree. I, this will be on our minds for a very long time. But, of course, I'm sure the one thing that even Mr. Bryan himself would want us to do is to not stop not quit and not give up is to press on and do things that would that symbolize what he was also all about the so ladies and gentlemen wws will of course continue to move forward indeed so <clears throat> but uh, of course uh, we thank of course jd for continuing to stay on this and of course we will like i say any more developments we will, of course, definitely bring them to you. We will post them through several of our pages, including Entertainment Cavalcade and also Sports Roundup as well. Thank you very much, sir, GD, uh, for the sound bit, sound, sound bite tonight. I do greatly appreciate it. Here is John, of course, with our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, January the 28th. 29 years ago today, which we put it at 1991, WWF taped the final edition of the main event. A Friday night version of the of the of the long running Saturday night series of the same name from the Macon Coliseum in Macon, Georgia. The show did a respective 0.7 rating. That was a far cry from its debut episode three years before, which did a 15.2 rating. Of course, that debut match, that debut episode had the rematch at WrestleMania three between, of course, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. On the same taping of that show of Superstars of Wrestling. William Moody makes his WWF debut as the new manager of The Undertaker, Paul Bearer. Oh, yes! Yes. A role he would have for the next five years until betraying The Undertaker at SummerSlam in 1996. Eighteen years ago today, which I do believe that would be 2002, yes, on Monday Night Raw from Richmond, Virginia, Vince McMahon revealed that, that should Ric Flair refuse to sell his half of the WWE, I guess at this time it was still called WWF, to him that he would bring the NWO in at the next pay-per-view, No Way Out. And true to his word, he did bring the NWO to No Way to No Way Out. Thirteen years ago today, which would put it at 2007, WWE presented the Royal Rumble from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. 13,500 were in attendance with 491,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down... 500, from 550,000 for the 2006 edition. In a dark match, JTG defeated the late Lance Cade. The Hardys defeated MNM in a tag team match. Bobby Lashley defeated Tess to retain the ECW title. This is Tess's last pay-per-view match in the WWE ever, and his first Warrior Rumble appearance is 2004 
but of course, ultimately, it's also his last as well. Batista defeated Mr. Kennedy, that's Kennedy, to retain. Hey. Thank you very much. To retain the to retain the world heavyweight title, John Cena defeated Umaga to retain the WWE, the WWE title in the last man standing match, and the Undertaker won his first Royal Rumble. Uh, by last eliminating Shawn Michaels to earn a championship match. <laughs> and here are the participants of that match. We'll do it just like this. Number one was Ric Flair. He eliminated no one, but he was eliminated by Edge. Number two was Finley. He lasted 32 minutes, eliminated no one. He was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. This was Finley's actually first Royal Rumble match. Number three was Kenny Dykstra, of course, you remember from the Spirit Squad. This was also his first Royal Rumble match. He was also eliminated by Edge. Uh, number four was Matt Hardy. He was eliminated by Randy Orton as he as he lasted 18 minutes and 55 seconds. Number five was Edge. He eliminated Flair, Kenny, Super Crazy, Jeff Hardy, and Viscera and lasted 44 minutes and two seconds until being eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Edge did make it to the last three uh, participants. Number six was Tommy Dreamer. This was his first Royal Rumble appearance since 2003. He, he was eliminated by Kane. Number seven was Sabu. This was his first and last Royal Rumble appearance. He was also eliminated by King. Number eight was Gregory Helms. He was eliminated by King Booker. This was Helms' last Royal Rumble match until 2018 when he was brought back as the Hurricane. I do remember that. Number nine was Shelton Benjamin. He eliminated Viscera and lasted 22 minutes and 22 seconds, but he was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 10 was Kane. He eliminated Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, King Booker, and this was Kane's 11th. Royal Rumble, uh, Royal, Royal Rumble match appearance. Kane, however, will be would be illegally eliminated by King Booker, believe it or not. Number 11 was CM Punk. This was Punk's first Royal Rumble match as he eliminated Viscera. He was eliminated by the great Kali. Punk lasted 27 minutes and 16 seconds. Number 12 was King Booker. He eliminated Gregory Helms, the Sandman, and illegally he eliminated Kane after he... <coughs> After Kane eliminated him, this was Booker T's last Royal Rumble match until 2011. Number 13 was Susie. He was eliminated by both Orton and Edge. Number 14 was Jeff Hardy. This was Hardy's first Royal Rumble match since 03. He would be eliminated by Edge. Number 15 was the Sandman. He was eliminated by King Booker. Number 16 was Randy Orton. He made it to the final four, eliminating Matt Hardy and Super Crazy, but he was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 17 was Chris Benoit. This would be Benoit's last Rumble match ever as he eliminated Viscera, Johnny Nitro, and Kevin Thorne. He would be eliminated by the great Kali. Number 18 was RVD. He eliminated Viscera and Chris Masters. He was eliminated by Kali. This would be RVD's last Rumble match appearance until 2009. Number 19 was Viscera. He elim was eliminated by RVD, Edge, CM Punk, Benoit, Nitro, Hardcore Holly, Shelton Benjamin, and Kevin Thorne. Number 20 was Johnny Nitro. He eliminated Viscera, but he was eliminated by Chris Benoit. Number 21 was Kevin Thorne. He eliminated Viscera. He was also eliminated by Benoit. Number 22 was Hardcore Holly. He eliminated Viscera. He was eliminated by Kali. Number 23 was Shawn Michaels. And he lasted in the final two, eliminating Finley, Shelton Benjamin, Edge, and Randy Orton until being eliminated by The Undertaker last. This is Michaels' third time being in the final two. Last time he was in the final two was in 1996. Number 24 was Chris Masters. He was eliminated by RVD. This would be Masters' last Rumble appearance until 2010. Number 25 was Chavo Guerrero. He was eliminated by Kali. 
Number 26 was MVP. He made it to the final five, but he was eliminated by The Undertaker. Number 27 was Carlito. He was eliminated by Kali. <clears throat> Number 28 was Kali. He eliminated CM Punk, Benoit, Hardcore Holly, Chavo, RVD, Carlito, and The Miz, and lasted to the final six before being eliminated by The Undertaker. Number 29 was The Miz. He would be eliminated by Kali. And number 30 was The Undertaker. This was The Undertaker's first Royal Rumble match since 2003. He eliminated MVP, Greg Kali, and Shawn Michaels to win the Royal Rumble. This also marked the first time that the number 30 winner won the Royal Rumble match. John Cena was followed out a year later, and also Triple H would do so as well in 2016. Twelve years ago today, we put it at 2008 on Monday Night Raw. John Cena made his return to Raw after winning the Royal Rumble. Seven years ago today, which was put it at 2013, WWE presents Raw Roulette from, the, from Las Vegas. Also featured big returns on Monday Night Raw, the first return of Jericho, who made his return at the 2013 Royal Rumble. And, of course, the return of Brock Lesnar, who was announced that he quit at December of 2012, uh, delivering an F5 to Vince McMahon as a man was about to fire Heyman for his involvement with The Shield. And also The Rock's first appearance as WWE champion since 2002 as well. Number 10, I mean, I'm sorry, 10 years ago today, we put it at 2010, Chris Jericho and Gregory Helms were arrested for public intoxication. Hmm. I think both of them had a bit too much of the bubbly right there. Get my drift. <laughs> uh, two years ago today, put it at 2018, WWE presented the Royal Rumble from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. 17,629 were in attendance in a pre-show dark match. Kalisto, Grand Metalik, and Lance Dorado defeated TJP, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak in a six-man tag. The Revival defeated the OC in a tag team match. Bobby Roode defeated Mojo Rawley to retain the U.S. title. AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to retain the WWE title in a handicap match. The Usos defeated Gable and Benjamin to retain the SmackDown tag titles. This was Benjamin's first Royal Rumble appearance since 2010. Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble match by last eliminating Roman Reigns. And here are the entries and participants of this match. Number one was Rusev. He eliminated no one, but lasted 30 minutes and 28 seconds until he was eliminated by both Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Number two was Finn Balor. This was his first Royal Rumble match and made most made, made the most of by entering it by, by being in there for 57 minutes and 38 seconds, eliminating Rey Mysterio, uh, Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Lasted through the final four until he was eliminated by John Cena. Number three was Rhino. It was Rhino's first Royal Rumble match since 2004. He would be eliminated by Corbin. Number four was Corbin. Corbin. He eliminated Rhino, but was eliminated by Finn Balor. Corbin only lasted, this is just like his sex life, and JD would agree with that, lasted a minute and six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JD, I'm sure would like, sure like that right there, I'm sure. Number five was Heath Slater. Slater did spend a significant amount of time in the ring as he was attacked by Corbin and also other wrestlers that made their way to the ring. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, Slater, however, made it to the Rumble and eliminated Sheamus. It would be eliminated by Bray Wyatt. This would be Slater's first Royal Rumble appearance since 2013. Number six was Elias. This was his first Royal Rumble match. It lasted 26 minutes before he was eliminated by John Cena. Number seven was Andrade. This is also his first Royal Rumble match. He eliminated Kofi Kingston. I said 29 minutes before he was eliminated by Randy Orton. Number eight was Bray Wyatt. He eliminated Heath Slater and Rusev. That was eliminated by Matt Hardy. Number nine was Big E. He was eliminated by Jinder Mahal. Number 10 was supposed to be Ty Dillinger, but 
KO and Sami Zayn beat him down. But Sami Zayn took his spot, but he was eliminated by Shinsuke Nakamura. Number 11 was Sheamus. He lasted two seconds, but he was eliminated by Heath Slater. Number 12 was Xavier Woods. He would be eliminated by Junior Mahal. Number 13 was Apollo Crews. He was eliminated by Cesaro. Number 14 was Shinsuke Nakamura. He won the Rumble, eliminating Sami Zayn, John Cena, and Roman Reigns. Number 15 was Cesaro. He eliminated Apollo Crews, but he was eliminated by Seth Rollins. Number 16 was Kofi Kingston. He eliminated Jinder Mahal, but was eliminated by Andrade. Number 17 was Jinder Mahal. He eliminated Xavier Woods and Big E, but, he was, but Mahal was eliminated by Kofi Kingston. Number 18 was Seth Rollins. He eliminated Cesaro in the Miz, but was eliminated by Reigns. This will be Rollins' first Rumble match appearance since 2014. As for Mahal, his first since 2013. Number 19 was Matt Hardy. He eliminated Rusev and Bray Wyatt, but eliminated himself after eliminating Wyatt. This is Hardy's first Royal Rumble match since 2010. Number 20 was John Cena. He eliminated Elias, the Hurricane, and Finn Balor and made it to the final three, but was eliminated by Nakamura. This was Cena's first Rumble, Royal Rumble match appearance since 2015 and his first Warrior Rumble match since 2013. Number 21 was the, was the Hurricane. He was eliminated by John Cena. It was Hurricane's first Rumble match since he was known by Gregory Helms in 2007. And Hurricane's first WWE appearance since 2010 as well. Number 22 was Aiden English. He was eliminated by Finn Balor. Number 23 was uh, from NXT was Adam Cole, baby. But he was eliminated by Rey Mysterio. Number 24 was Randy Orton. He eliminated Andrade and was in the final six until he was eliminated by Roman Reigns. Number 25 was Titus O'Neil. He was eliminated by Roman. Number 26 was The Miz. He was eliminated by Roman and Seth. Number 27 was Ray Mysterio. He eliminated Adam Cole. It was eliminated by Finn Balor in the final five. This was his first Rumble match since 2014. Number 28 was Roman Reigns. He eliminated Seth Rollins, Titus O'Neil, The Miz, and Randy Orton. That was in the final two and was eliminated by Shinsuke Nakamura. Number 29 was Goldust. He was eliminated by Dolph Ziggler. And number 30 was Dolph Ziggler. He eliminated Goldust, but he was he was eliminated by Finn Balor. Cesaro and Sheamus defeated Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan to regain the WWE Raw Tag Team titles. Brock Lesnar defeated Kane and Braun Strowman in a triple threat match to retain the Universal title. This was Kane's first Royal Rumble appearance since 2016. And the main event featured the first ever women's Royal Rumble match. The ladies that kicked off the inaugural Royal Rumble match with Sasha Banks. We entered at number one. She lasted through the final four, eliminating Vicky Guerrero, Bailey, and Trish Stratus. She lasted 54 minutes and 46 seconds until she was eliminated by both of the Bella Twins. Number two was Becky Lynch. She lasted 30 minutes, eliminating Lita and Vicky Guerrero. But she was eliminated by Ruby Riot. Number three was Sarah Logan. It was eliminated by Molly Holly. Number four was Mandy Rose, was eliminated by Lita. Number five was Lita. This was her first pay-per-view match since the 2006 Survivor Series as she eliminated Tamina and Mandy Rose. <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, number six was Kyrie Sane. She was eliminated by Dana Brooke. Number seven was Tamina. She was eliminated by Lita. Number eight was Dana Brooke. She eliminated Kyrie Sane, but it was eliminated by Tori Wilson. Number nine was Tori Wilson. She eliminated Dana Brooke. This was Wilson's first pay-per-view match since 2007 and her first Royal Rumble appearance since 2006, but Wilson will be eliminated by Sonya Deville. Number 10 was Sonya Deville. She eliminated Tori Wilson, but was eliminated by Michelle McCool. Number 11 was Liv Morgan. She was eliminated also by Michelle McCool. Number 12 was Molly Holly. 
She was also eliminated by Michelle McCool. This was Holly's first pay-per-view appearance since 2004. <clears throat> Number 13 was Lana. She was eliminated by Michelle McCool. Number 14 was Michelle McCool. She eliminated a total. Uh, she she eliminated Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan, Molly Holly, Lana, and Vicky Guerrero. That was eliminated by Natalia. This was McCool's first WWE match since 2011. Number 15 was Ruby Riot. She eliminated Vicky Guerrero and Becky Lynch, but she was eliminated by Nia Jax. Number 16 was Vicky Guerrero. She lasted only 57 seconds, and she was eliminated by Becky Lynch, Ruby Riot, Sasha Banks, and Michelle McCool. It's Vicky's first pay-per-view appearance since 2014. Number 17 was Carmella. She was eliminated by Nikki Bella. Number 18 was Natalia. She was in the final six eliminating two best friends, Beth Phoenix and Michelle McCool. That was eliminated by Trish Stratus. Number 19 was Kelly Kelly. She was eliminated by Nia Jax. This was Kelly Kelly's first pay-per-view appearance since 2012. Number 10 was Naomi. She was eliminated by Nia Jax. Number 21 was Jacqueline. She was also eliminated by Nia Jax. She was Jacqueline. This was Jacqueline's first WWE match since 2004 Judgment Day. Number 22 was Nia Jax. She eliminated Ruby Wright, Kelly Kelly, Naomi, and Jacqueline. That was eliminated by Asuka, Bailey, the Bellas, Natalia, and Trish Stratus. Number 23 was Ember Moon. She was eliminated by Asuka. Number 24 was Beth Phoenix. She was eliminated by Natalia. This was Phoenix's second Royal Rumble match that she entered the Men's Rumble in 2010. And this was Beth's first match since 2012 as well. Number 25 was Asuka. She won the Royal Rumble, eliminating Ember Moon, Nia Jax, and Nikki Bella. Number 26 was Nikki James. She was eliminated by Trish Stratus. This was, this was Mickey's and Trish's first interaction since 2006. Number 27 was Nikki Bella. She eliminated Carmella, Nia Jax, and her sister Brie, but was eliminated in the final two by Asuka. This was Nikki's first match since WrestleMania 33 when she teamed with John Cena to defeat The Miz and Maurice. Number 28 was Brie Bella. This was Brie's first match since WrestleMania 32 in 2016. She eliminated Nia Jax and made to the final three, but was eliminated by her own sister Nikki. Number 29 was Bailey. She eliminated Nia Jax, but she was eliminated in the final six by Sasha Banks. <clears throat> the final seven, I should say, sorry. And number 30 was Trish Stratus. She eliminated Natalia, Nikki James, and Nia Jax and made for the final five. JD, can you turn that down, please? But was eliminated by Sasha Banks. This was Trish's first pay-per-view match since 2011 at WrestleMania 27. At the end of the match, as I was about to announce, I don't think JD, can you turn that down, please? I'm sorry. And at the end of the match, as Oscar was about to announce who she was going to face, either Alexa Bliss or Charlotte, Ronda Rousey came down to confront the ladies and also Stephanie McMahon. This was Ronda's first WWE appearance since WrestleMania 31 in 2015. After speaking, and also speaking of interactions in the 2010 this was HBK's and Undertaker's first interaction since the 1998, 1998 Royal Rumble. Today we have a happy 45th birthday to Shark Boy, also happy 42nd birthday to Sheamus, and a happy 32nd birthday to Sonata. And John said that's all. Uh, um, and that's all we have for the rest of history and birthdays here for today. And of course, John did comment on, on the clip that JD did play of Jimmy Fallon. And, and John, I do agree with your sentiments here as well. John believes, and I do believe this as well, no true words have ever been spoken 
than from what, what came from Jimmy Fallon about Kobe. <clears throat> but uh, okay, sorry, so sorry about that. Uh, but of course, uh, of course, we will. Uh, at the end of the night, John, we will we will do that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. At the end of tonight's edition of Revolution, um, we will do a moment. We will do, of course, a small moment of silence for, of course, Kobe and his family. We will do that here at the end of the show, John. So there you have it. And JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight. Let's give the number one more time here, folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is, of course, episode <clears throat> 785 of Revolution for, of course, uh, Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. Uh, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, as well as, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, and the human superstar, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Of course, also here, don't forget, folks, our live video tonight coming in from uh, Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Apparently, JD must not realize that he's got the sound on. And, uh, so, JD, I might need you to turn that down just a little bit further. Uh, okay. Uh, um, it appears we do have several folks that have joined our live video feed here tonight. There are some that may not be able to read, and I apologize if I'm not able to do so. Our own, of course, human suplex machine, John Gross, uh, has joined us as well as uh, Michael W. Sullivan, as well as, of course, uh, the GM of Heaven Wrestling Federation, Captain Dave Spieler, also Mr. Wayne Bachetto, and also uh, Miss Julie Amanda Johnson has, um, has also joined us as well. Somebody else I believe has, but I could not, I cannot make out who it is, so I apologize in advance there. Oh, I see who it is. It's our own Rhonda Rush Wright. It's also joining us in our live video feed tonight. So we do welcome Rhonda as well, of course, to, to the show. <coughs> my apologies, folks, I'm getting a little bit, my voice is a little bit, of course, breaking up a little bit. My apologies. And I think we may have someone on the on the chat box here. Let me double check and see here. Uh, yes, okay, I do see who that is. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, now getting ready to come on the line here for 785 of Revolution. He's a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and also, of course, a contributor to WWS Wild Radio, as well as, of course, a the Heartbreak Kid in our radio network circles. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you think of his other nickname, you please, of course, feel free to think about that 60s, that classic 60s sitcom. <coughs> Excuse me. Happy Days, where, of course, one of the central characters went a little something, I do believe, uh, just like this. Hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now joined us here for episode 785 of Revolution. Fonzie, of course, good to have you here with us here as well tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get right. Let's go ahead and get right down here to it. First off, gentlemen, we're going to go. We're going to switch gears a little bit before we get the review for tonight's last night's Monday Night Raw. We are going to go ahead and get get your thoughts and opinions about the match that took place this past Saturday night, of course, at the NXT World's Collide Show. 
of course that took place down, took place in Texas. Uh, of course, like I said, a uh, big time, big time event there indeed. Uh, a lot of great moments did, of course, take place. And ladies and gentlemen, be sure if you did not catch it on Saturday, you can go back to talkshoe.com and check out, of course, our uh, our special edition of Power Hour. Excuse me, our special edition of Power Hour, where, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we of course kept up with we, we of course, like I said, kept up with uh, uh, what was it was really in the zone here with all six of these matches that did take place. Uh, and we had a very fun time here. Of course, I definitely want to thank. Uh, I definitely, I definitely want to thank, of course, the Ice Manager D. Jerome, as well as the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel, for, of course, joining me, of course, this past Saturday, Saturday evening, okay. to give their time about. It. No, I'm not a pig, but. Uh, no, no, I'm not talking uh, to you. I'm sorry. No, I'm not talking to you. Okay. I was talking. Uh, okay. My. My bad. I can't fight too quick, and I call uh, the bad name. So. Uh, oh, okay. Not a problem. I got you. Not a problem. Um, but, uh, uh, but of course, now, like I said, we'll go ahead and get, get everyone's take here on all these matches here. Of course, we'll we'll go to, of course, go to uh, Fonzie first, and then we'll go to John, and then we'll go to JD. Of course, here to get their take here. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you here, sir. Uh, for the pre-show match took, that took place, nine minutes and eleven seconds, as we saw the NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray in a non-title match defeat Mia Yim. Your thoughts about this, please? Who's first, me? No, Fonzie. You're going to go. You're going to go last, man. Um. I have no comment on that. Okay. Okay. Uh, John, your um, your your take here on this match between Kaylee Ray and uh, him in nine minutes eleven seconds. Kaylee Ray defeated like Yeah. John says this match was okay. Okay. Anything else, John, you want to add about this? Okay, thank you there, John. JD, your thoughts about Kaylee Ray defeating me again in nine minutes eleven seconds. It is it was an interesting match. I mean it was not how I mean Kaylee Ray continues to show she's a tough uh, superstar in the UK. I mean, other than Piper Niven, other than Tony Storm, I mean who else is out there in the UK division right now that can make a statement, you know, unless there's something I mean someone in new. I mean in the in America you got Bianca Belair, you got Tony you got uh, like I said, Rhea Ripley, you got uh, Je- you got some of these other girls, however, like Ginny and all these girls, however. I mean Kansas LeRae, I mean, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, I mean, who's the next person that could step up to challenge Kaylee Ray? That's a big question. Absolutely. I would, I would, I would agree. I definitely would agree with that. Thank you there, gentlemen. Uh, next match up here for sponsor, we we'll go back to you, sir. In 13 minutes and 10 seconds, we saw Finn Balor get by. Pronounce his name again, J.D., please. Ela Dragunov. Off. And, I, and I'll have the beef struggling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fonzie, your take on Finn Balor defeating this gentleman in 13 minutes and 10 seconds. Um, 
Uh, I'm just. I don't know what to think. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to say. So, my apologies. Uh, I don't know what to say about at the worlds collide. I saw it, but um. I'm just uh, oh, I can't well, I'm gonna say this. Just uh, uh, um uh it was good. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Okay, I mean, if you just want to say that for each one, I mean, you, you may. But I mean, I mean any, any any comments about it is okay, regardless of how big or how small. So uh, I do appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, John, your thoughts on uh, Finn Balor winning his match in 13 13- years? I said that was a good one there as well. John, anything else? Ooh, Lord have mercy. Okay. JD, your thoughts on Finn Balor winning his match in 13 minutes, 10 seconds? It was a good match and everything. However, I mean, it was pretty entertaining, and Finn continues to show uh, he is getting more and more heat wherever he goes. Someone at the same time getting cheers, how? And everything. Oh, just a second. Uh, like I said, but it was a good match, and now he's got to focus attention and get ready for Portland with Gargano. I mean, it's going to be a very good match, but this was just the tune-up power. Dragunov, I mean, being the, from the UK, I mean, gave Finn some, uh, a little bit of a tough time, but Finn was just up to the task, and again, whether you love him or hate him, however, you can't, uh, you can't knock Finn. I mean, Finn continues to show uh, he uh, brings the fight. He's always ready for a a brawl whoever wants to step in the ring with him and Dragunov tried to take him down and in the end however he fell victim to the 1916 and the coup de, uh, coup de gras however and sunny bloody Sunday and that was it however I mean good effort by this Russian but in the end the Irish uh, let's just say the Irish man himself however, didn't have luck on his side he dominated and showed why he's a scraper and a brawler and he just can fight the drop of a hat and he won't uh, go down swinging without uh, anyone telling him to do so and even mm-hmm. if he does so, he'll get right back up and keep on fighting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I'll thank be you right back. Much. Okay, JD, thank you very, thank you very much, sir. Uh, now our next, our next matchup here, gentlemen. Here, uh, let's, let's see here. Yes, our next matchup here, of course. Uh, and like I said, Fonzie, just to the best of your knowledge here, the Fatal Four Way for the NXT Cruiserweight Title. Of course, you saw Jordan Devlin get by Angel Garza, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Travis Banks to win that. Win the belt in 12 minutes and five seconds. Your thoughts here, please. Um, this was good. Okay. I'm just going to say good the rest the other... The oh, other okay. things, yeah. 
Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, you've already added your okay. Your thoughts about the rest of the matches. Okay. All right. Uh, John, your um, John, your thoughts here on the on Jordan Devlin picking up the cruiserweight title over Angel Garza's Isaiah Swerve Scott and Travis Banks in, like I said, uh, twelve minutes and five seconds. In my pocket. John says. John says it was a stellar Sorry. matchup. Obviously, oh, that's okay. Obviously, of course, the cruiserweight title was obviously the match of the night. So there you go. Uh, JD, are you back, sir? Diarrhea. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, okay, we'll have to wait for JD to come back here in just a few moments. Uh, Fonzie's left his thoughts about this next match right here in 22 minutes, 57 seconds. We saw the re reuniting of DIY, of course, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa get by the team of Mustache Mountain here in 22 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, oh, what was, oh, okay. JD, are you back with us? John, while we're waiting here, Fonzie's given his thoughts technically already about this match. Your thoughts about DIY winning against Mustache now? John says, again, it was another match of the night. Okay. I guess J.D. had to step away for a moment, so I guess we'll have, we'll have to come back and get his thoughts on these other these last two matches here in just a few moments. Uh, Fonzie, I'm sure, has already said this is also another good match here. In 10 minutes, 8 seconds, we saw Rhea Ripley get by Tony Storm to hold on to the NXT uh, Women's title. John, your thoughts on the NXT Women's title match? We saw Rhea Ripley get by Tony Storm to hold on to the belt. Come on. John says it was what it was. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's double check, see if we've got the Iceman back with us. JD, are you back? No, apparently he's falling in the crowd. Okay, so, so we'll have to come back here. All right. And and Fonzie also said this was also a, a, a good match here as well. I'll go ahead and give it. Of course, we saw Imperium. Even though they were a man short after Alexander Wolf apparently suffered a concussion during this match, uh, get by, of course, the Undisputed Era in eight minutes. Uh, John, your thoughts about the big eight man tag team match? Even though Imperium went down a man early in the bout, they still managed to, of course, get by, um, get by, of course, um, that Undisputed Era. John says, John says if this was a War Games match, it would have been better, but still one hell of a good eight-man tag team match. That would have really, that would have really kind of boosted it up a little bit. I would agree. And John says three great matches for Worlds Collide. Of course, the Cruiserweight title. Match the DIY versus Must Mountain and the eight man tag 
all three of them show stealing matches. I would agree with that. Uh, my personal, John says he gives it a seven out of ten. Uh, Bonzi, any rating on Worlds Collide in your opinion out of ten? Yeah, I I talked about this uh, yesterday on Raw. Uh, nine and a half. That's uh, high marks here from our guys here, folks. Um, I mean, this is this is why NXT likes to continue to dominate, of course, and be like I said the wild card that WWE is 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 kind of really grasping onto at this point in time in this in this ongoing thing, which we know is a direct competition between yeah. WWE and, and AEW. Here. Uh, JD, are you back with us, sir? Okay, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, JD still has had to, had to step out here for just a moment. Uh, in the meantime, here, folks, while we wait for JD to return, let's go ahead, John. Go ahead and start leaving your thoughts. Uh, any, any, any uh, one or two thoughts you have about last night's Monday Night Raw? Let's go ahead and get that taken care of. While you're doing so, uh, Fonzie, I don't know if you had an opportunity to catch Raw yet, but any, if, if, if you did, anything that in it, in your opinion, did anything stand out in your opinion? Uh, um, only two matches was very good, but um, the main event with Edge and Randy Orton. Um. It was a uh, pretty weird and ending what happened and um, uh, it was okay, but it was it was okay. That's all I gotta say. It was okay. Okay. All right. Well, good point of view there. Thank you there, Fox. John says Raw was actually a better show than the Rumble event. The only moment John said he loved was the return of Edge. He was glad that he's back and that him and MVP proved this past Sunday night that they actually still got it. I think so. I mean, MVP hadn't looked like he hadn't lost a step because I know he did a, a little wrestling in impact, on impact after he left WWE, but, but of course, I hadn't seen, we hadn't seen him that much. But, I mean, that was – also, John says it looks like the McIntyre versus Lesnar for the titles happened at WrestleMania. 36 and John says it was called John. I think we all kind of called that. We all pretty much, in a way, one this was one man that we had been hyping up for a long time as possibly being the man that might knock Brock, Brock Lesnar off his pedestal at WrestleMania. And sure enough, it's going to get to happen. Yes, he already called it. And John says he thought that Rated RKO was going to reunite and take the tag team titles from the OC, but Orton turned his back on Edge and committed one of the most heinous acts. Raw was good and better, but still, it's the same old, same okay. And John says he, he's probably thinking it's going to be Edge versus Orton at Super Showdown or WrestleMania 36. So one of them I'm back. Sorry about that now. John says, so one of them has to happen. He sees it being at WrestleMania. John says that's for Samoa Joe. John sure hopes that he's going to be okay after that dive that he did take. <clears throat> okay. Um, and uh, John, I... 
And John says, oh, he's got for his review of Raw. Thank you very much. J.D. We're going to shift back, shift gears once again, back to the World's Collide uh, uh, thing, um, um, review here because uh, there was four matches you did not get to walk yep. on. And while you do that, J.D., I'm going to – what I'm going to also going to go ahead and let you do is after you give your review of these four matches, I'd like for you to go ahead and give your thoughts as, of course, the big-time Raw edition of the – Infamous icebreaker <laughs> with Jared Wombo will commit shortly afterwards. So, yeah, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be stepping away here for momentarily for just a minute. I will be right back. In the meantime, the Iceman Jared Wombo is going to leave his thoughts and opinions about the Cruiserweight title match, the DIY versus Mustache Mountain match, the NXT Women's title match, and the eight man tag match from the NXT World's Collide Saturday. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to dive right in for the award winning. Uh, WWS Icebreaker, the Raw edition. So, JD, please go ahead, sir, and take it away. Gentlemen, I will be back momentarily. What he said. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's get to one World Collide first. As far as the Cruiserweight match goes, however, I got to say, however, all of these guys did a hell of a job. I mean, you cannot take anything away from all four of these guys. These guys absolutely went out there and absolutely just completely tore it up, no pun intended. They absolutely were exciting and a treat to watch. I mean, you had the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin. You had Angel Garcia. You had Isaiah Swerve Scott, who thought everyone was going to be throwing a Swerve to everyone. And, of course, you had the Kiwi buzzsaw, Travis Banks, returning. In the end, the Irish ace, however, played his cards right and had a straight ace power and had a few tricks up his sleeve. It was a good match, very entertaining, but again, I was a little surprised Scott did not win the title off Garza, but Devlin winning, I didn't mind that. Good match, crazy spots galore. This was like a car wreck, like crazy, and very entertaining. Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, not a bad match. Rhea continues to dominate in the women's division, however, and show that she is now ready for her next challenge to be forthcoming, which is Bianca Belair. Tony, where they go from here, I don't know yet. Maybe back to Kaylee Ray, maybe to Piper Niven again. Maybe someone new. Maybe someone like Candice LeRae, possibly. Maybe Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Maybe someone comes in NXT UK new. Who knows? Not a bad match, but Rhea Ripley again shows, however, being the punk rocker that she is, however, from Australia. And of course, our hearts and minds are on the people of Australia, considering they've been going through hell for quite some time, but the brush fires and anything like that, continues to show how she is right now going right through the division, how as far as the NXT Women's Championship. I mean, she's done pretty well with it so far. And yeah. held that title so far, however, oh, so far me. now. Or already uh, less than 40 days already. I mean, she's done pretty well so far for the first six weeks. But again, she's got ways to go, however, she wants to knock out the big person on top of the mountain, which is Shayna Baszler. Uh, DIY Mustache Mountain, one of the best tag matches of the year, hands down, on this show. This was incredible. This was just respect and admiration for both teams. You had Johnny G, the Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone of NXT, and Goldie Man himself, Tommaso Chiappa, against Tyler Bate, who, of course, has delivered some great matches within the last year. I mean, you go back to Cardiff at Wales being one of them. Of course, you go back to uh, what he had just a, a couple weeks ago in Blackpool. And, of course, his Mustache Mountain Comrade, Trent Seven. Great match. You could have given him another three to four, maybe five minutes. 
this would have been a five-star classic, but for what it was, it was close to damn near that, however. As I gave uh-huh. this a four, almost a four and a half. About a four, near a four and a quarter, just shy four and a half stars out of five. Really good affair. Well done, guys. You killed it out there. Imperium with Walter, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel, and Alexander Wolf taking out Adam Cole and his entourage. Again, great match. I think you're going to see a match down the road at some point with the captains, how our one-on-one Walter and Cole go at it. Maybe title for title, winner take all. I could see that happening. Uh, what was scary about this one, Wolf, however, got concussed early, and Imperium still hung top hour in the end. Great main event. Overall, fantastic show, except for the women's match, which was a little clunky, a little here and there. This was a very successful show. I have to give this show about an 8, near an 8 and a quarter, just shy of 8.5 out of 10. Very, very good show. You guys absolutely did well as far as that goes, however, referring to, of course, when Worlds Clyde. Now, the question is, where do we go from here? Well, we're going to find out tomorrow night, the big main event, however, what's going to be a takeover of Portland. Already we've got three matches already set up, however, mind you, however. It is the Undisputed Era going to take on the Broseway Tower or the Grizzled Young Veterans, however, for the tag team titles, however, so we'll find out who wins that tomorrow night, however. The Era knows right now they've got their backs against all. They've already lost one title. They cannot keep falling apart, however, but right now, the last few weeks, it's not been uh, a good time to be in the Undisputed Era. And Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong know that, especially Strong losing the North American title. And the era could be in jeopardy of losing their tag titles here in Portland. Plus, you got Rhea Ripley taking on Bianca Belair, who, of course, had a great showing in her first World Rumble going 30-35 minutes. you got to tip your cap to her on that. But now the question is, is Sasha Banks, Beyonce, uh, want to be going to rip through the women's division, become the new face on the block, however? Or is Ripley going to rip right through Bianca? We're going to see what happens here in the next couple of weeks. And then, of course, you got Finn and Johnny Gargano, one-on-one. That should be a fantastic match. And it's out there. Now to Monday Night Raw in San Antonio. Last night, of course, we saw Drew come out, however, and, of course, say he was happy to be the winner of the Royal Rumble, which we'll talk about, of course, tomorrow night, I'm sure, later this week. And, of course, he was tuning his own horn when all of a sudden the good brothers of Gallows and Anderson came down to confront him, however, if you will. And, of course, that led to a one-on-two handicap match. And, of course, what happened, however, instead of having a Let's just say party, however. Drew definitely was ready to light the, basically pop the champagne open, light the candles on the cake, and have all the food he could imagine. But he didn't know that the Good Brothers were going to be ready to ruin all three things, or at least try to. However, in the end, Drew was happy, of course, as much as the fans were, however, that he was still pinching himself and that he was going to WrestleMania. He did not think he was going to be winning Russell, his ticket to Tampa and WrestleMania in a match with Brock Lesnar, who would come out later on and attack him with one cheap shot of an F5 before leaving not saying anything along with his penguin wanted little pissant, uh, let's just say, pissant penguin uh, punk Paul Heyman. So now we know Brock and them are all set for WrestleMania, as it has been made official. Of course, Drew made short work of him on that. Then, of course, up next, however, we had Alistair Black take on a jobber in 30 seconds. That was boring beyond words. Uh, they've got to start doing something better with Alistair Black instead of defeating him. Uh, job town more and more. I think it's time getting behind. They've got to do something with him. And, I mean, ever since the whole Buddy Murphy thing, however, they haven't done much with besides the Buddy Murphy thing. What have they done with Black since they brought him up to the roster? Not really anything, if you ask me. So that's why I think they've got to do something with, do something with him soon. 
Then we have Rey Mysterio taking on MVP. And this was a little clunky. I got to say, this was a little somewhat clunky. Ray held his own, but MVP kind of looked a little botchy, too. Go figure. But throughout the night, we would see Edge videos of his moments over the years, from cashing in Money in the Bank, Howard, to TLC, of course, to, uh, of course, his return, which shook the Minute Maid Park scene to its core, to, of course, however, winning the Royal Rumble himself. Good packages, but, I mean, enough was enough after a while, guys. Seriously. Anyway, long story short. You had Ray beat MVP. So the question is, is MVP back now full-time, or is it part-time, or is he going to come in and out different times? We don't really know. We'll have to wait and see. Then we have Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo, and I'm surprised Carrillo did not win the U.S. title, but of course, he couldn't win the title because who shows up but, of course, Mrs. Aleister Black herself, the Wicked Witch of the West, that little, total little wimp, Selena Vega, however, who once again, however, had to save her little... Client's friend, Mr. Charlotte Flair, to be soon to be son-in-law, however, and Charlotte's uh, fiance, however, from getting beat by Humberto Carrillo. But in the end, he got laid out by a DDT, similar to what Carrillo suffered at the hands of Andrade a while back. So how's that feel now, Carrillo? Or excuse me, not Carrillo, Andrade. How's that feel? You're gonna be out 30 days because you have violated, failed a drug test, you jackass. I'm sure it feels pretty good how you got laid out by Carrillo. Because right now you were probably looking up and wondering what hit you, however. And it was a hammerlock DDT delivered by Mr. Curl. So now you can spend time home basically, however, being Mr. Mom, however, Mr. Husband-to-be, soon-to-be to Charlotte, however. Because basically, however, you're serving a 30-day suspension. But what pisses me off, however, and I'm going to say it here and now, is they didn't take the title off him, and they're not going to do it, which is total bullshit if you ask me. Then, of course, speaking of Charlotte, she had the match with Oscar, which was a good match. For the most part, one of the better matches of the night. But in the end, however, Kari Sane found a way to stick her nose where it didn't belong and cost, uh, of course, Charlotte a chance to win, however. But uh, basically, however, Charlotte won by disqualification, thereby saving Oscar's neck, however, from getting beat, however, by the Queen. Then, of course... We have everyone's favorite. Yes, the so-called Monday Night Messiah. I like to call him the Monday Night Moron now. The sellout himself, once again. Flying back shithead Seth Rollins and his disciple, Buddy Meatball Murphy, however, mind you, coming out to face Samoa Joe and KO. But where is the AOPP, the Road Warrior wannabes of Akim and Rezar? Oh, that's right. They got into a little scrape with the Viking Raiders of Eric and Ivar, a.k.a. Hanson and Rowe, mind you. And how'd that turn out there, AOP? Oh, that's right. You got your ass kicked. But speaking of which, however, Joe got hurt in this match, and hopefully, like we said, he's okay, however. Unfortunately, Murphy and Rollins got a cheap win, however, because Murphy held the tights of apparently some of Kevin Owens, however, as it turned out to be a one-on-two handicap match. So you had a fast one and pulled a fast one on Owens and Rollins, Joe, this night, there. Rollins and Murphy, but guess what? There's always next time, and there'll be payback coming for you guys very soon by the form of Mr. Joe, Mr. Uh, Owens, I feel. Possibly maybe next Monday night in Salt Lake City, if Joe is cleared. Speaking of which, let's talk about the new announced team. Tom Phillips, Jerry the King Lawler, and Byron Saxton. Okay, I'm glad Phillips is now calling Raw but to take Vic Joseph's spot, I was a little surprised about this because I heard there was been some rumblings about, I guess Vic said something and may have pissed off management. Why they have Lawler still on commentary is beyond me. I mean, don't get me wrong, Lawler has his moments, however, but more and more over the last little while, Lawler's become more and more of the most arrogant, cocky, self-Corey uh, Graves type heel you hate. 
And you don't want to do that. Because Lawler's such a good wrestler and a commentator. But more and more, he seems to act like a total dickbag every Monday night. And has been quite the dickbag as of late. And then you got everyone's favorite nerd, Byron Saxton. Which I don't know why the hell they brought him back to television. But apparently, I guess Vince wanted to spice it up a little bit, maybe. Or maybe Triple H. Whoever made the call, go figure. Then, of course, we have Mojo Rawley versus No Way Jose. This was stupid, of course. I'm going to say that here and now. I don't know why they continue to do the 24-7 title. It's becoming more and more dominant. Now you have that little rap boy, Mojo Rawley, having an assistant helper in the form of Riddick Moss, his new bodyguard henchman. Because obviously, Riddick Moss, however, has to protect Mojo. And, of course, he figures, however, he'll protect him all right. Now, here's a little information on Riddick Moss, in case anyone didn't know. He made his pro debut, however, in December 2014, however, which was about five years ago. Five, yeah, five plus years ago. So he's 30 years old. He's 6'3", 240, used to play at the University of Minnesota and the Golden Gophers, and also the Miami Dolphins for a brief time. But he's been wrestling since December 14. But yeah, unfortunately, however, he makes his raw debut last night, accompanying Mojo Raleigh to the ring, and now is billed as Mojo's offensive lineman. Oh, good events. Maybe your senile racist bigoted ass along with your writers, how along with that bucktooth little beaver little bitch, Kevin Dinehauer, douchebag, dimebag, dickhead, whatever you're going to call him, Howard, finally watched some football over the last little while, Howard. You guys probably watched football when you guys were writing t- shitty raws over the last many years, however, and thought of a great idea to make Riddick Moss, our new bodyguard henchman, to protect Mojo Ratboy Raw because he hadn't done shit for a long time until he won that 24-7 title off for our troops. Only to lose it back, however, and then get it back again on the same match after what happened with No Way Jose and uh, uh, Brawley. Today, I say, I've said this for weeks and months on end. I'm going to continue to bitch about and vent about this, too. Just get rid of this title, please. Get rid of this freaking title. Get rid of this whole 24-7 thing. It's not funny anymore. It's not amusing anymore. It's not a joke. It's just a waste of time, and you're killing the crowd, and you're killing the audience with it at home who are watching this, is watching this shit. Let's see. Uh, what are we up to now? Hmm, let me think. Randy and Orton. Randy, oh yeah. Uh, we had Eric Rowan defeated Jobber in 60 seconds again. No one looked in the cage. I'm tired of that whole bullshit thing too, so moving on. Lana and Little Morgan. Thank God that stupid little blonde-ass bitch got what she deserved last night. But of course we didn't have Rusev and Lashley there because they were barred from ringside after what had happened the night before in the parking lot at Minute Maid Sam and they weren't even in the Rumble. So Liv on this night got a little retribution on the ravishing Russian herself, that long-haired, little, lackluster, uh, little, uh, lethargic, uh, lame, piece of crap, Lana. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, did I forget anything? Oh, yeah. The main event. Well, I talked about the main event. My mistake. Let's talk about Randy and Edge. It started out good, and it was good to hear the fans respect Edge and cheer for Edge and welcome him back in a big way because he deserved it. No doubt about it. It was good to see Edge back. Then, of course, who shows up? The man who you never take, can take your eyes off of and you never you trust him or don't. Yes, I'm talking about Mr. RKO himself, Randall Keith Orton. And Randy Heller at first showed admiration and respect to his brother and former teammate and good friend, but then showed how much of a chicken shit little cocky-ass coward he really can be. By laying into his former friend, teammate, brother, close friend, whatever. And now it looks like they're setting up these two for WrestleMania. And that's going to be interesting to watch when those two go out in Tampa in about two and a half months from now. 
By the end of the night, you could hear the fans chant a-hole at Orton for what he did, and rightly so. He also tried to almost take out Edge again with a shot to the neck and do more damage, but he thought twice, however. Instead of, that, instead of uh, basically going up on the rope and stomping his feet all the way down on Edge's broken neck, however, he basically, however, concertoed Edge, however, and laid him out with a couple shots concerto style. So, Randy, you might have had the upper edge the upper edge and uh, first uh, blow on your former friend, teammate, brother, best friend, what ha- one of your good friends, what have you. But there will be Judgment Day coming for you in the form of a spear I can feel at some point, possibly, maybe. At WrestleMania. That being said, this was not one of the better shows after the Rumble. Granted, we didn't see a whole hell of a lot, however, but this could have been better. Now, we're going to have to wait and see what happens this Monday in Salt Lake City, the day after the Super Bowl. This Friday, we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Next week, we go to San Jose. And, of course, we still don't know who Charlotte's going to announce her intentions on who she's facing. We thought, originally, it was going to be possibly Bailey. That whiny little bitch herself, however, black hair, however, and Sasha Banks' BFF, if you will. How we thought it was going to be my girl again, the man herself, Becky Lynch, who didn't even fight last night. But no, now I'm hearing it could be, of all people, Rhea Ripley from NXT. And it could be announced as early as tomorrow night, maybe, for the next couple weeks. Rhea Ripley, huh? Interesting. I guess... uh, you want to try to uh, make WrestleMania good this year by having two of the toughest, the one who basically has gone numerous opportunities and who won the Royal Rumble, however, basically found a way along with your son-in-law, however, who's good friends with the Royal Rumble women's winner, however's dad, by sucking up, however, basically having her suck up to both of you, however, just like her dad has sucked up to both of you guys for years. In Ric Flair. No disrespect, mind you, by saying that. But seriously. Do we need to have that conniving clown, bitch, Charlotte Flair win the Rumble? No. I'm sorry, we did not. It should have been Shayna. I said it should have been Shayna all along. I think everyone agreed with me, and some people agreed with me to disagree. Shayna deserved it. Some people said yes. Some people said no. Your opinions are entitled. I respect that. But I think Shayna deserved it more than Charlotte, personally, in my opinion. And if Shane ever gets Charlotte ever gets in the ring with Charlotte Shayna, Shayna's gonna do what she's gonna do to Becky, I feel, to Queen Charlotte, and that's break her to pieces. So get ready, Charlotte. Get ready, my girl Becky. You're in for a rude awakening when the Queen of Spades and the Submission Magician is gonna hurt you at some point. So be prepared. Be very prepared. All in all, this was a eh kind of raw. But again, not that great. I just, I don't know. I was really not impressed with what I saw last night. First, I thought when Worlds Collide was a little bit better, and I will talk more about the Rumble itself, hopefully tomorrow night or later this week with my thoughts on each match individually. So now we'll see what happens on SmackDown this week. Overall, it is what it is. And on a scale of 1 to 10, I give this Raw a 4 out of 10. Great words there, J.D. Thank you very much there, sir. And Fonzie and J- uh, John, thank you very much there, gentlemen, for your thoughts about Monday Night Raw here as well. Let's give the number one more time, folks. one 562 And I have no testicles. <laughs> J.D., stop talking about yourself about that. That's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 562-0444. Caller ID, one three eight zero five five pounds 
This is episode 785 of WWS Revolution, 10.39 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, tomorrow night, of course, our Triple Threat Wednesday, of course, will take place first off outside the ropes, 141-387-pound. <clears throat> of course, your latest pop culture news and views. Also, J.D. will bring his sports headlines as well as, of course, box office report here as well. Any other insights, scores that we have, of course, on the, of course, big on the big time uh, uh, passing, of course, of, of the legendary one and only Kobe Bryant, we'll definitely be bringing that or two here, of course, this week, uh, tomorrow night here as well. Also, of course, don't forget wrestling the uh, 139-925-pound. As everybody will be, of course, talking about the NXT show this past Saturday. Of course, the Royal Rumble uh, Sunday night. Also, Raw. matches coming up on AEW Dynamite tomorrow night, including the following. Cody Rhodes will be in action, however, as it will be the Young Bucks taking on the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny. We also know, however, that John Moxley will have quite a bit to say. Chris Jericho, the champion, Jericho, uh, Santana Ortiz, proud of, uh, of course, uh, the inner circle will take on Darby Allen, the somewhat white, uh, the the paint, the, the two-face of, uh, as I like to call him, how, or the, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Well, anyway, private party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Queen, and Darby Allen, sort of like the uh, mysterious Joker. <laughs> Slash Two Face of AEW will be teaming up with them in an awesome six-person tag. Cody, of course, will be taking on Kip Saban. Of course, Cody will be Arn Anderson. Saban will be Penelope Ford. MJF has a mystery opponent too, folks. So tomorrow night will be an exciting show. 8 p.m. bell time from the Wallstein Center in Cleveland State University. Get ready. We will have. The AEW report view beginning at 8 o'clock on Wrestling Debate. And from full sale, we will have the Heartbreak Kid, of course, hopefully with Mauro Renault, Nigel McGinnis, and Beth Phoenix to give us an update. And, of course, we already know that Dusty Rhodes Tournament Final will happen. Also, we will have Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox. Possibly Charlotte Flair returns home back to NXT. It should be an awesome night full sale. Get ready. The fun begins at 8 o'clock and we will spread into Revolution at 9. Thank you very much, J.D. Of course, uh... Of course, uh, 139925 pound. Don't forget to course, press the debate. Also, of course, Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tomorrow night will be coming from, of course, uh, let me see, what did it say? Yes, DXUS, are you ready? Uh, I do thank the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for getting me those, uh, the groups I did mention yesterday on Raw Radio. I do thank you for reminding me about that, John. I do appreciate that. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. <coughs> Plus, of course, our rundown, of course, what? will take place tomorrow night with AEW and NXT. And also, of course, also we will be t- talking about, of course, we'll talk about, talk about four of the eight matches from this past Sunday's Royal Rumble. Uh, what we are going to talk about first is, um, uh, uh, yes, okay. But i got four matches we'll talk about, of course, on Wednesday, and four matches we'll talk about on Wolfpack on Thursday, so be sure to check that out here as well. Of course, but tomorrow night's Revolution, 786, uh, 138.055 pound, be sure check us out then okay also ladies and gentlemen of course as a result of i will talk about this go ahead and talk about this now for both nxt and the royal rumble of course prediction title challenges did take place this weekend for nxt of course jd john fonzie and michelle did take part danny also did as well even though he did not compete for a belt uh 
And of course, we'll hopefully hear from hear from him on Friday, and we'll get his thoughts about who he's going to face here. But we do have the belts officially prepared for as um, for as far as the NXT prediction title challenge is concerned. Uh, Fonzie is your new WWFUS Heartbreak Kid champion. Uh, JD is your new NWAUS Power champion. Okay. Uh, by process of elimination, this was the only belt that was left, so this belt will go to Michael Michelle and Dodds, the WWF US Capital Carnage Championship. And John, of course, is the new WWS. I loved his impression that he did yesterday. Latino Heat Championship. Yes. Okay. Uh, also, as far as the Royal Rumble is concerned, of course, uh, we still need to get, of course, with Michelle and Ann on, of course, the remaining two belts in that. But the three we do have from the Royal Rumble Prediction Title Challenge is as follows. JD is now the holder of the WWF US Broken Skull Championship. <clears throat> also, Fonzie is the holder of the DX US, and it's something he probably tells JD all the time, Suck It Championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, John is the new WWS American Dream, if you will, the American Dream Championship. You better bite your tongue, John. <laughs> yeah, because uh, John, I think, I think the belt, two belts you chose for both prediction title challenges are the belts that I think Michelle was said she wanted to go after. Oh, she, yeah. that she well, that she wanted. So now I think John, you may have a couple of challenges coming up. Oh. You, you better be on your guard, man, because, and remember, remember, this is the same lady who doesn't live. Who lives the closest to you than anybody else here? So you better be very, very watchful about that. <laughs> yes. Okay. So there you go, right there. But of course, uh, Michelle and Whoa, nice one. Uh, uh, no, that's okay. That's fine. Uh, of course, the other remaining two belts, of course, the WWUS Who's Next Championship and the DXUS Break It Down Championship. Of course, we will also hear from Danny from Mo Parker who said on Friday as to as to which one, which belt he wants to, which champion he wants to take on from the NXT prediction title challenge, as well as, of course, which one he wants to take on for the, from the Royal Rumble prediction title challenge. We'll get his thoughts here as well. Uh, but overall, of course, I will say both prediction title challenges were 100% successful, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very big time indeed. And of course, like I said, we'll be adding, more, of course, we need to get more belts added on to our list of the Hall of Champions. Uh, but we do have a lot more to add on there. So that way, of course, if anybody wants to issue a challenge, of course, for any with, to any of our champions for a, a title match some for sometime down the road, uh, we love to get we love to uh, of course uh, get your thoughts here and hopefully like yeah. 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 do a match before. Oh, that's okay. To do a match, of course, on WWS Wrestling Championship Challenge at some point. Uh, we, of course, hope to get that back up and going here very, very soon. Also, I, I can tell you, though, ladies and gentlemen, that one match is officially etched in stone. And as, of course, through a, another uh, a um, number one contenders question that I did post the other on the NWO US page, of course, I believe last week sometime, uh, for the new NWO US Nitro Championship, that match is going to be official. Of course, this is a new belt. The two, two, the two men who will fight for this belt will be Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and the Iceman, Jared D. Duramo. It ought to be a very good match indeed, and we'll have to find out from both Bobby and J.D. when they want to do this. And I will, of course, I will relate to the other, and we will, of course, get that prep as soon as we possibly can. Okay, let's see here. Uh, 
with about 13 minutes left to go here, uh, gentlemen. Uh, hmm. I wanted to get another quick opinion, if I may. Uh, and, um, and I don't know, if J.D., John, you probably heard this or not, but I would like to get y'all's opinions about the song that was picked out for this year's Warrior Rumble, which was called Rumble by Zayd Wolf. I've never heard of this artist, but it does sound pretty darn good. It was crazy. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. I agree. It wasn't too bad. It was. It was. It was. It was appropriate for the play. For this yeah. is the first Rumble of, of the new decade, so obviously it was appropriate, in my personal opinion. Uh, Fonzie, I mean, John said it was okay. Fonzie, any thoughts? Did you, I, I, have you heard this song yet? Other than one I played yeah, it yesterday, what did yeah. you think of? What did you think of this song? That was pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, of course, that was what I did play on Raw Radio when I came on. Of course, last night, ladies and gentlemen, I did play that song. Uh, so, and luckily yes, we got wearing pants, people. But unfortunately, we, we we keep telling JD to do this, but for some reason he wasn't. I don't know why he wasn't. Fonzie, did I not? Did I, you got to watch this guy. You got to make sure Fonzie, <laughs> JD has got pants on. If he doesn't, he is making us look. Who knows what chaos we'll see? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but JD, we do with JD. Like I said, we're looking for a hot dog. We're not looking for a van and sausage. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, JD. Uh, Yo, uh, John. John's got a question, though. Do you want to tell something with Chad, please? Okay, well, John does have a quick question. Hold on, I'm, you tell okay. me just. I'm sorry, but I just now saw this. John, you're you're inquiring about the siren that I keep when I come on the show. When I come on, well, first off, I get it. I I found it off of YouTube. Now, if you often heard JD's introduction to me, sometimes every time I come on, uh, you might have heard some references to the movie Aliens. Alien. It is the sound that is made during the destruct sequence when they were going to blow up the ship in the movie Aliens. Alien. I think it was just Alien is where this one came. Yeah, it was Alien, 1979. Yeah, the Nostromo. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I always say on Raw Radio, John. Yeah, Chad's trying to blow up the ship power, and he's Dealing with uh, things on the Nostromo and everything like that's where I get it from all the time. Yeah, right. Well, so John, when you look at go to okay, thank you, there, JD. John, listen, when you go look it up, look, type in Alien Destruct Sequence, and then you'll see like this little weird, funky-looking diagram with a little number on it, a little, like I can't like counting down. You know, that's where that's what it is. So, uh, I'll have John. I'll. Sh John, I will share that with you. I'll, I'll send that to your wall if you ever want It's to pretty cool, John. You'll like it. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I like these sounds, especially I was looking at old Star Trek ones, and this one just happened to pop up for some reason. Uh, okay, John found it. Okay, John found it. So, here, so John, okay. if you'd like to use that sometime, you're welcome to use it, too. But I just like to do that. Just let everybody know I'm coming to me. So, okay. And, of course, I have to tell JD sometimes, silence, wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Jeff, Fonzie, I think you said you were. Do you want to say something? I'm sorry. Please. Uh, no. Nah, I think JD has oh, yes. to say something. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say after. I'm thinking maybe Friday night. No, no, that, that not is, that, JD. What I told you today before I came on, remember? 
half hour ago. Like you called me. Remember I said about. Oh. Yeah. What crap. I told you? I, 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 yeah, I can, I, I can picture it now, and I'm just ah, oh, damn it, damn it to hell. I know it's it. about the. Uh, it's about I'm upset about you. Uh, it's, it I love matter. wrestling, but it's 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 about. Um, but People are complaining about uh, the yep. owner of Vince. Yeah, yeah they have every it's reason. Not been... Yeah, yeah but JD, Vince yep. is taking money. He does not do with writers or direct. It's the people who wrote. He has, the, he has to say about it. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He has to say Not about really, it. because it, he would have came out and, and said, hey, what the fuck is going on here? I told you to do this, and you do the opposite. That's the right. Yeah, but he, yeah, but you know he, has, he, the, he, he approves yeah, everything yeah, firsthand. Yeah, but, you know, they do, the writers who wrote it, yeah, Vince agreed with it, but they do the opposite of Vince. That's yeah, the but Vince, key. he's the first one, yeah. He's you know the what I'm saying? He's the first one that goes. Yeah, you're right, but again, oh, yeah, I said, yeah, but, uh, you know, he's, but they, 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 uh, they, what I said, uh, they um, directed, they, you know, oh, shit. They practice. They practice this before, you know. Yeah, be- they do. They close doors at the arena. Say they're at the PPG. Nobody knows yeah, I know. what they're doing until before the entertainment. They right, practice I agree. it. They train it. They train this and say, Yeah, hey, but then if okay, they don't but yeah, know. then but again, if they don't like it they start over again because they don't Yeah. Even, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it is what thing. it is. AEW is not gonna last too long, J D. Because yes, it you will. know why? No, because you know what happened to WCW? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but but the thing is, they just signed a new three-year contract. AEW's got more talent than WWE, and the thing is, though, yeah. however, the thing is, and I, the only thing that's saving WWE right now, Chad backs me on this too, and you might agree to disagree. Again, we all have our opinions. The thing no, is, no, no. Hunter's running NXT right now, and he's also got his wife, he's got Stephanie and the kids and everything to deal with. Vince is so out of touch. This is not the attitude era, Fonzie. This is 2020. Vince thinks I know that. Like I know. 1997, 1998. Yeah. The thing is, uh, that Tony Khan's got more money than Vince. Sorry, Chad. Tony Khan's got more money than Vince right now, and he's bringing in more talent like Cody, Omega, Jericho, Moxley, right. Hager, yeah. the Bucks. I mean, he's doing more than Vince did. What would Vince do with all these guys? John said it before, and I've said it before. We've all said it before to agree to disagree again. Basically, mm-hmm. Vince would piss all over them. He would piss all over them. And he's done that for most of these guys, like Cody and uh, people. Like He would piss the Young Bucks mm-hmm. over. He would piss fucking Santana Ortiz over. He would pat, piss yeah. on Fred Baker, Chris <laughs> Tatlander, Riho, Emi Shakura. He would bury them. That's why Tony Khan's got right. the money and the backing. He's getting more viewership to watch on Wednesday. Yeah. Right. Sorry, right. Yeah. doing better than yeah. NXT in WWE right now. Okay. Sorry, Chad. Go right. ahead. Right. Okay. Yes. And and this is this is a very y'all raised very very valid points here. Very very valid points here indeed. I mean, 
But, you, but as I've said, as I've said many, as I said many, many times, and of course JD did kind of way hinted as 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 to this. The one thing I have always said is that the only thing right now, the only life that WWE is hanging on right now is NXT. If NXT if something happens to NXT, then WWE dies. I'm telling you, it will go down here sooner sooner than later. I mean, I even, I even kind of was even, it was kind of a little bit of a joke. I said, you know, I thought I said this earlier today on the Raw Rant panel chat box, you know, it would be interesting if even, you know, because I'm sure Tony Khan could possibly do it. Let him buy WWE. I mean, that probably even buy make it better. But I mean, of course, obviously that probably won't go down anytime soon. But anyway, 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 my, my, my personal take here is this. It has become more watered down than it, than, than it used to be. Yes, because like I said, they're, they're trying to keep a clean image now because like I said, kids are watching them I and kids are watching it back then. JD, when you were a kid, were you watching this? I'm sure. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, I was, was watching. Yeah, Fonzie, you was John, of course, when he got the We were all young when we started watching wrestling. That was a given. I mean, even before I was a teenager, I was watching wrestling. I mean, bottom line here, folks. I remember, you know, reading about the days. I've even had my own father, stepfather, my grandparents, and all tell me stories about how they had how they aired wrestling matches in local TV studios. Uh, I mean, There's a, a lot of local TV stations that are still around today that used to air them locally on TV, on Saturday and Sunday morning. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and I've, I've always been fascinated when, when we hear stories like this. Why do you think, I, I, if JD, you and John Fonzie have heard me say this? Why in the heck do you think I'm latching a whole lot more to every single past moment in wrestling history than what is going on right now? It's because that was wrestling. What's what's out this there is, now? This is entertainment. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Yes. But see, but the thing about it is Vince wanted to, I, I even read a long time ago, JD, you might you might remember this too. I remember reading somewhere Vince said something about he wanted to get away from calling it wrestling and he wanted to call it sports entertainment. Yeah. Well, I mean never, they, 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 they guess what he wanted it like that, but it didn't yeah. it didn't go but through. Then, it didn't go through the voting. But yeah, That's but, but see now that's what a lot of people are referring to it as now. But let me tell you something. Even the yeah. late Dusty Rhodes, God rest his soul, whenever he was inducted, and J.D., you remember this one, he was inducted the Four Horsemen. What was it? Uh, eight or so years, seven, eight years ago or something like that? Six, when they seven, were eight years ago, something like that, yeah. yeah. Right. right. What did he say? That He said, we all love this sport that we call professional wrestling. That's what yep. he called it. And we all know the fans, know, the fans are, as I said, the wrestling fans aren't stupid. The fans know what it's called. The fans know what they like. The fans appreciate what came beforehand because just like we've all said here, if it wasn't for what happened hold on a second. You would not have what's out there today. I'm telling you. They wouldn't have anything to base it on. But the thing is they're going back to that because they can't think of anything to do themselves. Bottom line, straightforward. We have said that over when and they over. changed it, uh, Chad. When they changed the F to the E, 
that I went downhill. Then I mean, it was it, World it, it, Wrestling it, Federation. You don't talk. You go to the fucking ring and put your ass in the ring, and let's go. Now it's all that, fucking talking. Right. Shut right, up and, I, and let's go. You know? Right. I, I get you, but hold on. Let me hold on. Hold on. Let me let me say this. But even finally in two thousand two, it was still watchable then. Eighteen yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen years later, yeah. it's. Eighteen years later, it's not. Yeah. What has it become? It's become a hyped-up reality show, a hyped-up soap opera. Exactly. That's yeah. All, that's all. That's all it is now. At least AEW yeah. is trying to bring back some resemblance of that. At least they respect that. At least they know that. At least they, the wrestlers that are no longer around here anymore would be would be proud to be watching that today. If they were if they were still around, they would love to be watching that. As I remember what I did the first AEW pay-per-view back last May. What did I say? Who in the world who up in heaven had a front seat for that? It was Dustin. Because yeah. his boy was the one that put it together. It was one of those that put it together. That's what I'm saying. They would appreciate right. it. They would appreciate it's, I mean, all, it's all talk show. Right. It's all talk show. But, right. And I'm and yeah, you're right, Fonzie. You're absolutely right. But why do you think guys like Telly Blanchard, Arn Anderson, DDP, all these guys who have been there, been been part of this for many, many years, why do you think they're down? Why do you think they're down there in AEW now? It's because they were probably getting tired of the same crap that WWE has been doing all this time, and probably getting tired of everything that Vince is pulling because they know the same thing. At least they respect. Is it no way that they're they're telling the fans, hey, we respect your 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 thoughts and your opinions and we're acting upon to make sure that like i said you 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 are given an alternative you are given an alternative in what you watch i mean bottom line plain and simple there you go i mean what more can you say and we need that alternative this is this is the alternative right this is the this aew right now is the alternative aew and keep in mind keep in mind what the w Stands stands for in AEW. The last word of it, wrestling. Yeah, I mean, sure, yeah, sure. They, they still call WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes, but yeah. but thing about it is, where's the wrestling? I don't see any Actually. wrestling. Do y'all see no. any wrestling? I don't see any no. wrestling. No. All these- when they when they changed the F to the E, they took the F off. Then the E came, and that was it. That was it. It's an entertainment yeah. show. Okay, I'll, I'll put the, this perspective, Fonzie. I'll put it in this perspective. I'm sure this is something you probably, everyone here would agree with, okay? As I said, this happened in 2002, am I right? Okay. This all happened in 2002. Yeah. That was the day that Vince told the fans to go F off. Because he, and the thing about it is, if you remember, the reason behind that was that because he was so, and, 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 and I'm forgive me for saying it at this turn here. When I get hyped up, I might say something I might probably bite my tongue and regret later. But I'm just going to get it off my chest now. I need to get it off my chest. That the thing is, the other reason, and JD, you know, we all know the backstory behind this, why they had to change it. Vince McMahon was too blame pussy whipped to challenge the World Wildlife Fund 
which I'm not discounting that there's a great organization. They're trying to help the animals all over the world. I, I, I appreciate that. I'm, a, I'm an animal lover. We all are. We appreciate what they do. But the thing about it is, just because they're griping over the griping over three letters, and they're saying they can use them a lot better than WWE could. So what happens? They get a court behind them, and they tell Vincent, "Man, you got to change the name." And he's too blame pussy whipped to to stop it. But we had no choice. I preferred the word federation over entertainment anyway, because at least it had a meaning. It had a meaning. It always had yeah. the word federation to me gave it purpose. Gave it. Why do you think I called that group Heaven Wrestling Federation? It's sort of an homage to that. There you go. So, I mean, my bottom line here is pure and simple. Vince McMahon knows what's going on. Vince McMahon obviously is, even though he knows, he's probably just simply does not care. That's why he's getting away with doing these little bitty things like this. Because, point blank, he just doesn't care anymore. Because I think he's too old and too senile to care. He's not seeing the big mm -hmm. picture. JD, JD's put it, put it back himself. Um, what, 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 this is no longer the attitude era. It's got a lot of attitudes in it, yes, but it's not the true attitude era. JD said best also, it's 2020. That a lot of people are looking at it through different ways. I personally, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, of how it's changed. I've never been a big fan of change anyway, because I've often said this, and we can also even say in this respect too, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It was never broken to begin with. The only person that thought it was was Vince McMahon, and look what happened. There you go. I mean, now I don't know how much more I can sum that up, but truthfully and honestly, let's enjoy it now. Let's enjoy it while it lasts, because there's nothing on TV anymore besides football and baseball. Yeah, but throughout the yeah. year, 365 days of a year, you know, seven, whatever, three, two or two days every time. They just enjoy it now because when it's gone, we're going to talk about it. It's like, fuck, we don't have no more wrestling to watch. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, because right now, let's enjoy it. Yeah, okay, yeah. we have a disagreement and, you know, you know whatever. Agree or disagree? Who cares? It's something to watch. Yeah, when they change the E, it's all inner fucking entertainment. It's all talk. Nobody wrestles no more. That's why people leave because it's all fucking talk. Back in it where we were in the nineties until two, whatever they changed it to the, the federation. 
It was all fucking wrestling. You sure want to wrestle? That's it. I'll meet you in the ring if you want to come. If not, then go get the fuck out. Have somebody else come. It's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. Talk. It's all talk. No wrestle, no nothing. But, you know, and uh, just enjoy now because there won't be nothing no more. It won't be. Everybody misses WCW. Because Vince took that and gave the money. He got the money. It's all he is. He's fucking billionaire. And that's because somebody he's, did he's, something. He's, yeah. So, I mean, not just Vince, but the guy, or somebody else that took over, what was it, JD, AOL, Time Warner, whatever. He didn't want WCW on it. He canceled everything I had to do with WCW. What, what was that douchebag's right. name that I kept talking about? Uh, uh, Kellner. Jamie, Jamie yeah. Kilman. That, that, that's, that, that's, that's, that's. Eric that, Bischoff, whatever it was. No, 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 it wasn't Bischoff. No, 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 I'm talking about no? that dude. Okay. Dude, I mentioned yeah. because, you know, like I said, he canceled a lot of WCW stuff once he took control yeah. of it. And after, once that happened, that's why the reason why Bischoff couldn't buy WCW. It was a company that was with him. And then. Back after that deal. And that brought yeah. WWF in to buy WCW. Yeah. But anyway, let me go ahead and because, take one quick thing here and yeah. uh, one of one of john's uh guys off of john gross's uh wrestling and sports incorporated page mr uh john i hope i'm pronouncing this gentleman's name correctly matoon k patel um he's one of your guys i think yeah. he actually, he actually was, has been listening to the, the conversation okay thank you john he's been listening to our conversation here and he's basically come in saying that wwe when it comes to pro wrestling, and J- JD, you might even kind of like this too. WWE is basically com- is comparing pro wrestling, WWE's version of wrestling, to Disney. So, yeah. yeah. No, since I'm sorry, John. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, he's basically compared it to WWE's version of wrestling, to Disney, which I thought that was, and they're killing the sports entertainment aspect of it. That's his opinion right there. Uh, Mr. Patel, I do agree with that. John, send word to this gentleman right here. He's got a very valid point, please. Uh, J.D., any any thoughts about what we've just said here? Any thoughts? I mean, I, mean we, I think we all summed it up best, however. I mean, there's not much to say, you know. But uh, real quick, I didn't hear who, what, as far as birthdays go, who do we have today as far as birthdays go? Well, today's birthday, okay, let me go back and. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to reiterate what John said about the birthdays. Um, he he had like a small a small uh, a small group here. Let me see. Uh, give me just a second here. Uh, yeah, here we go. Well, he had uh, Shark Boy turned forty five today. Seamus turned fifty two, and Sonata turned thirty two. Seamus is how old? Forty two. Okay, and also happy birthday today to uh, Greg Popovich, 71. Also, Dante Culpepper, 42. And uh, Nick Price, golfer, turning my math here. I think he just, uh, yeah, let me just do my math here again. 
And JD's anus turns to 19. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 71 is Greg Popovich at the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Dante Culpepper today, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, turns 43. And Nick Price, golfer, turns uh, 63. Happy birthday to all of them today. Believe it or not, all celebrating a birthday day. And also, today is a very somber day, in a way. It was 34 years, I think, 34 years ago today, what happened. I think I know what you're referring to. I thought, and I thought it was yesterday that they were talking about this, but, but yes, I believe what you're talking about was back in 1986. Right. Um, today. The, the explosion of the space shuttle Challenger. Yes. I remember that. Oh boy, do I remember that? Oh, jeez. Seventy some seconds after liftoff. Of <laughs> of course. Um, of course, one of the men on that on that uh, shuttle flight, Ronald McNair, actually has several buildings named after him down here at North Carolina A and T State University, which I think that's very very commendable. Um, also, a teacher, Christina McCauley, I believe that's what her name was. Yes. Um, teacher, yes. yes, but uh, but very very summer, and I think that, I think that that not another explosion like that didn't happen again until what what happened with Columbia. Back in 03, I, I think, think it was. Columbia was the next one. If I remember correctly, yeah, I believe so. I think Columbia was the next one, yeah. Okay. okay. But, um, but and, and of course, gentlemen, in a little bit of trivia, and I'm sure everyone does know this, that they actually uh, made a space shuttle to practice, for the astronauts to practice space shuttle landings. Do you know yep. what they named that? Do you know what they named that space shuttle? Hmm. Enterprise. Wow. Because of the popularity of Star Trek. Itself. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, people. Uh, Francis Scobie, of course, was 46. Of course, uh, like I said, born, like I said, he was 46. We're just giving you the information now. Michael Smith, the pilot, 40. He would have been 41 later that, you know, April that year. Ronald McNair, 35, believe it or not. Uh, Ellison. E L L I S O N, Onizuka, O I N I Z U K A, 39, believe it or not. He would have been 40 that June. Uh, Gregory Jarvis, of course, 41. Uh, Christina McPhee, as you said, the teacher, 37, believe it or not. And that's it. Okay, yeah. But, of course, like I said, uh, I think what it was was that they determined that that, uh, um, I think I think they determined that it was something in the engine that caused that, I think. Um, something, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. But I think, I think it was something, uh, an O-ring or something. I'm not sure what, what they called it. Yeah, I'm reading the stuff on Wikipedia right now. They were saying, yes. Okay, all right. But, uh, but yes, of course, a very another somber moment in American history, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we've had so many over the years. Uh, of course, I, and I'm sure y'all would agree as well before we, before we close yeah. out. And that too, by the way. Um, um, but, uh, but I'm sure that uh, everyone would agree here, and I'm sure would agree that we've had so many tra horrific tragedies that's taken place 
horrific moments that have taken place in American history. And I hate this as much as I really hate to say, really, I really, really do. I would think that what happened on Sunday could be added to that list. First. Yes. Uh, because, because, like, because, like I said, I mean, um, I would also like to find out if the safety board actually checked any inspection records on that helicopter. Even the last time it was checked out. Because, yeah. you know, no, no. it's going to take a while to investigate. They said it's going right. to take a while. Right. So, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely, and JD, of course, obviously, we will definitely stay on, uh, listen on it very, very carefully. And if they say anything, of course, during that time frame, um, this is not going to fade off that quickly. I can tell you that it's going to stick around for a long time. And let me tell you something. The the funerals, man, is going to oh, be. Oh, yeah, it's going to be packed. They say it's 100,000 already. Yeah, I mean, already. yeah, outside, outside yeah. the Staples Center, it's been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly though, sadly though, all around California, I'm pretty sure, certain of this. There's going to be, there's going to be a, there's going to be a funeral pretty much almost every day. I bet you, until they're all resting in peace. I'm telling you. And of course, obviously the biggest one, obviously, is going to be Kobe, Kobe and his daughter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they got I mean, yesterday, because I saw it yesterday, they had all candles at the Staples Center outside of the Staples Center arena. It was packed. Yeah. yeah. No, the yeah. the uh, the candles, JD, flowers, yeah. all over, and right. they said they had to been at least at least a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand of. Oh yeah, the whole city that came out. The whole city came out. Yes. Yeah. So. But also, but also, uh, also, I saw another video too. It was posted on YouTube by the Los Angeles Times. I don't know if you saw this or not, but they were able to digitize an image of Kobe on the building. Yeah. Hey. You saw that? Yeah, I heard about that. And Fonzie saw saw this. I know here in Pittsburgh. Uh, Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh spelled out Kobe. Surprisingly, I guess they did something like uh, like in purple or whatever it was. I guess they it was like blocks or whatever. But like I said, it's just like I said. I think we're gonna find out more. However, I think probably before the week is out. This is ridiculous. This weekend, we're gonna see. Every freaking day. Every single day. The moments sorry, I saw, I'm sorry. The moments I saw on YouTube today, I think I sent you some of them, JD. That of course, a lot of your mm, late. I did. I did watch them. I did watch some of them. Yes, I did see them. If anybody has helped spread the word and show true respect to what happened to Kobe and his daughter and everyone on the helicopter, it's these folks. Ellen DeGeneres, I handed to her. Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. Uh, yep, Jimmy I watched, I watched that. Like I said, I watched Alan, like I watched, I watched Alan Kimmel, like I said, and it was tough watching Alan. Like I said, I did see, I did get to see a little bit of Alan, but I saw Fallon and Kimmel last night. However, after Raw, as I uh, watched that, believe it or not. Also, James Corden did something on the Late Late Show too. Yeah, I, I didn't that. get to see Corden yet, but I did hear Corden was pretty uh, 
Corden uh, was even a little bit of a wreck, and I didn't get a chance to watch Corden yet, but I will watch Corden and Ellen tomorrow. But I did see Kimmel and, uh, like I said, <clears throat> Kimmel and, uh, believe it or not, uh, Fowler last night. And Conan O'Brien also said something, too, which I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, nice he did. That's right. Yep. Yes, well, very, 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 very unique there. What, 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 what an impressive list here. And my hat, my hat's off to these folks. And, and also, but I also got to truly say before we also, also turn, uh, turn, turn out for the night. The one I did mention yesterday on Raw Radio about what they did at the, at the Grammys, Alicia Keys yeah. and Boyd Men. I thought yep. that was, I thought that was sensational. I will give her that. She's she 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 if anyone now <sighs> she's one of those she's one of those uh well 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 endowed singers right there in my personal opinion she is remarkable her and boys to men doing that tribute I thought that was great I thought that was absolutely wonderful uh what a fitting tribute there indeed <clears throat> but but uh, uh but, uh, gentlemen, anything you wish to add before we close up shop here for the night? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, uh, Fonzie, anything you wish to add, sir? I guess he's already left us for the night there as well. Okay, on that note here, folks, we thank you very much for listening to episode 785 of WWS Revolution here for the evening. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, as well as, of course, uh, the human surface machine, John Gross, as well as, of course, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, and everyone that did participate in our live video feed tonight from, of course, uh, 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 WWS Universe here, including Mr. I said Matoon, K. Patel. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, Mr. I see Chris Masich uh, did join us just now. Mr. Bud Yemen. Uh, and I, yeah, I do thank him. Also, Princess Michelle Ibanez. I, I, I'm not sure I, if that's one of John's ladies or not. I'm not sure. And Mr. Snowball, first name Yura. Yes. Uh, last name uh, Pecker, first name Tiny. Okay, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, Mr. Uh, Miss Julie Amanda Johnson, also John, as well as, of course, uh, Mr. Michael Barrow, Mr. Wayne Bachetto, Captain Dave Spieler, Michael W. Mr. Michael W. Sullivan, Rhonda Rush Wright. And I'm sure we, I think we had other folks on there as well, but I did not get a chance to see who they were. Uh, okay, and Mr. Patad, this wants to be called MIT, M-I-T. Okay, okay, MIT. Okay, I will call you that there indeed, sir. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Derek, for letting me know about that. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, oh, wait a minute. Coming in right here, right, 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 right at the late hour here, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe I do believe we have a, a brief visit here from our own um, let me see, human space machine John Gross here. Uh, I'm thinking he might probably have a couple words he'd like to say. John, uh, uh, coming in here, uh, please, please proceed, sir. You feel the burn when you cry. It starts to come when someone dies. The pain you feel as your eyes swell and the tears well up in the wells. The burn starts to choke you up. 
Words come out slow and shaken. You close your eyes and wonder why. There's a burn when you cry. When Kobe left us, it felt like hands across my throat. I couldn't talk. I couldn't see. The burn overwhelmed me. My heart is heavy. This is why. You get the burn when you cry. Digs down deep. Cannot sleep. You toss and turn in your sheets. Awaken with sobs and wet pillowcases. You wander aimlessly, look into the sky. You feel the burn when you cry. True. I can't. I can't. You can't top that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, true. True, true words indeed, uh, John. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Is there anything, sir, you would like to add before we close up tonight? Um. Well, I know you guys are going to close out, so uh, I think it's only fitting that we go ahead and close out with me doing something, something in spirit. Okay. Before you do so, let me go ahead. I'll go ahead and and, we'll, and JD. Let's skip the closing thing. We're going to do. We're going to take John's presentation tonight. Uh, so, so, um, so J JD, we'll 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 save your music. So JD, we'll we'll save your song for coming tonight. Okay, John. Uh, JD. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Okay, John. I'm mean, JD. Thank you very much. We'll talk about you tomorrow. There, yes, sir. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, of course, now leaving us here for the night. Uh, <clears throat> but of course, we be sure to join us tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, for our triple threat Wednesday, uh, outside the ropes at 6 30, uh, 141387 pound. Also, wrestling debate, uh, at eight o'clock, of course, 139925 pound. And of course, revolution, uh, tomorrow night at nine o'clock, our live video feed from DXUS. Are you ready? As we will, of course, talk about AEW, NXT, and also start part one of our thoughts about what happened at this past Sunday's Warrior Rumble show. Uh, Revolution 785 is a, is a broadcast on the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other out there, ladies and gentlemen. Also, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, of course, in the wake of this horrific uh, tragedy involving Kobe Bryant and his daughter and all those perishing in a helicopter crash this past Sunday, tell your loved ones, and I think a lot of these late-night hosts did say this right last night, tell your loved ones that you love them because you never know what I said the is. same thing, too. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. So... Love them while you love them when you, because you never know what tomorrow will hold. But just don't just make sure you you make just make sure you just give them every do your best to, to be there for them every single minute of the day. But <clears throat> but just hug them and love them every night, as if it might be your last. Indeed. Uh, of course, since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, your source. For everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between, this is, of course, the WWS Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we instead of our closing theme tonight, we will be ending 
as of course through the human suplex machine john first we'll be we will be ending with a moment of silence of course as we said for kobe for basketball legend kobe bryant his daughter gianna or Gigi, i think is what she was nicknamed i think and also of course uh the pilot of the helicopter and of course the six other victims of course of this horrific helicopter tragedy that took place on sunday <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen i ask uh I ask, of course, we'll, of course, go to a moment of silence, and then I will end, of course, in a small word of prayer, John. If that's that's probably appropriate as well. So, okay. So, 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 John. So, Barrett. So, John, if you mind, please, uh, of course, bow your heads in a moment of silence for the families, friends, and those who loved Kofi Bryant, his daughter, and all the victims of Sunday's helicopter crash. Almighty God, be with us here this evening as we, of course, come to an end of another great show <clears throat> and another great uh, time of, of gathering, of course, with friends, with, with, of course, not only friends, not only teammates, colleagues, but also a true blue family here. But, my Lord, as we, of course, as you have, of course, uh, are definitely well, well aware of what took place on Sunday involving Kobe Bryant, his young daughter, and and seven other folks uh, aboard the helicopter crash in California. Tonight, my Lord, I ask that you, that you keep your arms around the friends, families, loved ones of the, and loved ones of, of those that perished. Let them know that they are not alone in their sadness, they're not alone. They're not alone in their grief. They are not alone in their mourning. They are. They they let them know that everyone around the world stands by them, stands united with them, and will definitely continue to try to keep keep, of course, the legacy left behind by these folks, including, of course, including, of course, Mr. Bryant, and let them know that they are that that. Of course, with your loving arms, you will comfort them, you will caress them, you will let them know that they, that you share their sadness, you also share their grief, and you provide comfort, respite, and always watch over them in everything that they do. And also, of course, with everything that's going on in the world here late, my Lord, please, of course, keep your arms around them. And all of that's going on now because this world more than ever and so many troubles that's been going on here in recent memory, my Lord, keep them, keep everybody in your, keep, keep everyone in your loving arms. And of course, give, give those who make, who are, who, who try to make the big decisions to help, to help them clear their minds and get by day by day. And hopes that 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 at some point this world will not be in so much turmoil, will not will, will be at peace, will be at rest, and we can all 
stand united and do what we can to keep things the way that you intended. In the, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for all of our sins, I say, my Lord, amen. amen. This is the WWS. This is the WWS. Thank you very much. This is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good night. We'll talk at you tomorrow with Outside the Rose. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I now, we now say this to Kobe Bryant. Until we meet again, friend. Well put. Well put. Take care. We'll talk at you tomorrow night, folks. This is WWS. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.